98K News. It's 11 o'clock. I'm Sean Kennedy. Tonight's headlines. Officials say they're worried about another possible coronavirus outbreak at a Hong Kong gym. A government adviser says social distancing measures could be eased if COVID cases continue to fall. And the district court sets a date for the trial of 14 people charged with rioting in Legco in 2019. Health officials have warned of another possible COVID outbreak at a gym after a 38-year-old woman came down with the virus. Wendy Wong reports. Health authorities say the patient attended Pilates and yoga classes at Go24 Fitness in North Point, and two dozen customers and instructors in the same classes are now being sent into quarantine. Dr Albert Au of the Centre for Health Protection says the woman received the BioNTech vaccine on Monday last week and started to have a sore throat and lost her sense of taste a few days later. He says at first she thought the symptoms were side effects of the vaccine. Dr. Rao says the woman visited the fitness center seven times before and after she developed symptoms. And although she had worn masks during the classes, there was still a risk of virus transmission. The doctor says more time will be needed to see whether further infections emerge from the gym. If there are other cases arising from this gym, that means there is an outbreak and we will uh, implement more stringent measures, for example, requiring all the uh, attendees to be quarantined just like the Ursus customer. A recent COVID outbreak at Ursus Fitness in Sai Yingpun saw more than 150 people contracting the virus. The new patient is a flight attendant, but she hasn't worked since November last year. She lives in a partitioned flat in Kosui Bay, and some of her neighbours are also being put in quarantine. The woman accounts for the only new untraceable coronavirus case. The centres reported 11 additional coronavirus infections in total, three of which were locally acquired. Eight imported cases involve people flying in from the Philippines, Indonesia and Pakistan. A government adviser on the pandemic says social distancing measures could be eased if the local outbreak continues to stabilise. Brasilong has that story. The number of COVID cases that couldn't be traced has seen a significant drop in recent days, with none reported yesterday and one today. Chinese University respiratory disease expert and government advisor David Hoy said if there is no untraceable cases for 7 to 10 consecutive days, then that's definitely a good sign. (laughs) Speaking on commercial radio, he also said it would take at least another week to tell for sure whether this wave of infections was over because of the incubation period of the virus. And with the outbreak coming under control, that could pave the way for authorities to ease social distancing measures. Dr. Hoy said it would be reasonable to relax gathering restrictions in churches and schools, as well as other venues that do not involve eating or drinking. But he's also urged high-risk venues, such as restaurants and gyms, to maintain good ventilation and hygiene measures to keep the virus at bay. And the expert called for vigilance against risks from the upcoming Easter break, noting that the local epidemic situation had worsened after holidays in the past. The district court has set a trial date in 2023 for 14 people charged with rioting in the Legislative Council during an anti-extradition protest on July 1, 2019. Violet Wong reports. District Court Judge David Dufton approved the prosecution's request and consolidated the cases of activists Fentas Lau and Owen Chow, actor Gregory Wong and former president of the University of Hong Kong Student Union Althea Soon, along with 10 others. A 44-day period has been reserved for their trial from May to July in 2023, while a pre-trial review would take place a month before that. Mr Lau told the judge to revoke the bail he was previously granted in the case. 
He's currently remanded in custody over an alleged national security violation in connection with the pro-democracy camp's primary elections last year. Mr Chow, who's another defendant detained in relation to the Lechko primaries, got his bail in the rioting prosecution extended after his lawyer said he planned to apply for bail in the national security case at the High Court. The district court also set trial dates more than two years away for a case involving 28 people accused of rioting during a lunch hour anti-government protest in Central in 2019. France has chosen it to nominate the baguette for inclusion on UNESCO's Intangible Cultural Heritage Register. Not only do the French love to eat the long white loaf, they also treasure the daily ritual of buying it. The baguette dates back to the 18th or 19th centuries, but only got its name, literally a wand, more recently. You're tuned to RTHK. The time is coming up to five minutes past 11. Police say they've arrested a woman on suspicion of misappropriating money raised for arrestees. Senior Inspector Lo Yat-chun said police suspect that a syndicate transferred part of the $2 million it received from a crowdfunding campaign to a personal account before using the funds to buy designer handbags, electronic products and securities. He said the 25-year-old woman they arrested was one of the personal account's authorised signatories. He also said two alleged accomplices had fled Hong Kong. We can see the suspect had uh, conducted certain personal uh, security transactions and that's why we can uh, have suspicions on them that those funds they donate or collected from different donators were not actually for the purpose that they have claimed. Such as they have never claimed that those money collected would be used for security transactions. The government says more students will be allowed to go back to school and resume face-to-face classes after the Easter holidays. Wendy Wong has details. The COVID-19 pandemic has seriously disrupted schooling and many students have been limited to online learning for months so that social distancing can be maintained. Currently, only one-third of pupils are allowed to attend classes in person. But the Education Bureau says the restrictions will be relaxed next month and up to two-thirds of students at all kindergartens, primary and secondary schools will be able to resume half-day in-person classes. The Bureau says schools should allow students of different grades to take turns to return to campus so that they can all have a chance to get face-to-face lessons and interact with their peers. It's also encouraging teachers and other staff to get tested for COVID regularly, saying schools will be allowed to resume fully if such requirements are met. In response to the announcement, the Professional Teachers Union said regular COVID testing shouldn't be a prerequisite for a full class resumption. The pro-government Federation of Education Workers, meanwhile, said more measures should be put in place to facilitate the testing and vaccination of teachers. A doctor from the group Medical Conscience says it's unlikely his BioNTech vaccination centre can start operating from Monday. BioNTech jabs were suspended on Wednesday at the manufacturer's request after faulty packaging was found in a batch sent to both Hong Kong and Macau. Dr David Lamb told RTHK that after the government received an investigation report from the manufacturer, it would take time for people to book their vaccination slots. When you book it, you're booking it a day or two in advance. That's essential for BioNTech. So if it's not resumed today, I mean the booking is not resumed today, then the chance is not very high that we can commence the service in three days' time, which is Monday. It's already Friday today. What I understand is that the investigation is primarily done by the pharmaceutical company, and they have to do it back home in the place of manufacture, so that might take a little time. We're talking about maybe days. 
The hotel industry has welcomed a tourism board promotion offering staycation discounts at local hotels. But as Timmy Sung reports, a representative says the promotion should be extended beyond its May deadline. Hong Kong residents who spend more than $800 at restaurants or shops can enjoy a $500 discount when they book a staycation at selected local hotels. Around 140 hotels, including some five-star hotels, will be offering rooms from April 9th, but the promotion is kept at 20,000 room bookings and ends on May 31st. The executive director of the tourism board, Dan Cheng, says he hopes the promotion will boost spending. With both the food and retail sector hearted by the fourth wave of COVID infections here. The executive director of the Federation of Hong Kong Hotel Owners, Michael Lee, says the scheme will help hotels a bit, but he says the promotional period is too short and should be extended until the end of the summer holidays. Mr. Lee also says the tourism board should make use of its untapped resources to offer a greater discount. He says it would be better if the promotion could be used to offer discounts not only for accommodation, but also at hotels and restaurants. Mr. Lee also says the hotel occupancy rates over the Easter holidays are expected to hit at least 80%, which he says is much better than last year. New data shows capital outflows from Hong Kong banks to Canada reached a record high last year. The figures from Canada's anti-money laundering agency are the first evidence of significant capital flight following anti-government protests and the imposition of the national security law here. Carolyn Wright reports. Fintrack says it recorded almost 35 billion US dollars in electronic fund transfers last year, up 10% from 2019. One lender, Equitable Bank, told Reuters news agency that deposits surged just after the new national security law was introduced in June. Fintrack captures only a fraction of legal inflows into Canada because transactions via cryptocurrencies between financial institutions or under 10,000 Canadian dollars aren't included. Hong Kong has said the city hasn't seen significant capital outflows since anti-government protests began in 2019. The Hong Kong Monetary Authority said the in and outflows were in keeping with the function of an international finance centre. China and the UK are locked in a war of words after Beijing imposed sanctions on British individuals and groups for their stance on Xinjiang, sparking condemnation from London. Vicky Wong has more. Beijing slapped sanctions on nine UK individuals and four entities, saying they had maliciously spread lies and disinformation over its treatment of Uyghurs. Among them was former Conservative Party leader Ian Duncan Smith and Tory MP Nusrat Ghani, who responded by saying she won't be intimidated. And the groups that were targeted have been vocal in driving rights in Xinjiang and Hong Kong. In a statement, Foreign Secretary Dominic Raab accused Beijing of trying to silence those speaking out against those alleged abuses. He called on mainland authorities to allow international access to Xinjiang to look at the human rights situation there. This comes amid tensions between Beijing and the West over allegations of human rights abuses in Xinjiang, with tit-for-tat sanctions imposed by both sides, and several Western brands such as H&M facing the threat of a boycott on the mainland. In Beijing, Foreign Ministry spokeswoman Hua Chunying again rejected claims of forced labour in Xinjiang. She also says China has a clear conscience and that the truth would help debunk the lies spread against it. 
The US President, Joe Biden, says he's made it clear to his Chinese counterpart, Xi Jinping, that he will not back down on freedom and human rights. He also said the future is shaping up to be a battle between totalitarian and democratic states. But the U.S. leader told his first formal news conference since taking over at the White House that he spent hours and hours as vice president speaking to Mr. Xi and that they have a straightforward relationship. Doesn't have a Democratic with a small D bone in his body, but he's a smart, smart guy. He's one of the guys like Putin who thinks that autocracy is the wave of the future. Democracy can't function in an ever complex world. So when I was elected and he called to congratulate me, I think to the surprise of the China experts who were his people on the call as well as mine listening, we had a two-hour conversation. And we made several things clear to one another. I made it clear to him again, what I've told him in person on several occasions, that we're not looking for confrontation, although we know there will be steep, steep competition. Two, that we'll have strong competition, but we'll insist that China play by the international rules. Fair competition, fair practices, fair trade. The Volkswagen Group says it will sue its former chief executive, Martin Winterkorn, and the former head of its Audi brand, Rupert Stadler, over their roles in the diesel emissions code. The affair has cost VW nearly 40 billion US dollars. And now to sport, and for a look at this weekend's international football action, here's the BBC's Hugh Ferris. The coronavirus pandemic has thrown up a few sporting curiosities, and one of them is the European nations beginning their qualifying campaign for the next Football World Cup before they've played the 2020 European Championship finals. It's led to an added significance for the round of qualifiers during this international break, the last one before coaches have to narrow down their squads for the delayed Euros later this year. Some of the major nations have as many as three competitive matches to get a good start in their groups, and some have already done that. Routine victories for Italy over Northern Ireland and England against San Marino mean they're heading into the weekend looking to continue their 100% record. England's next match should provide another win. They're in Albania for a game on Sunday that for a moment was under threat of being postponed before authorities assured the safety of the two teams in a country that currently has no COVID lockdown restrictions. While Italy won't be far away, they play in Bulgaria also on Sunday. Not all of the European heavyweights got off to a winning start though, so world champions France will hope to bounce back from a draw with Ukraine when they take on Kazakhstan. And Spain, who were also held at home by Greece, have what should be a comfortable trip to Georgia. Those are some of the big games to look forward to this weekend. And a reminder of our top stories tonight. Officials say they're worried about another possible coronavirus outbreak at a Hong Kong gym. A government adviser says social distancing measures could be eased if COVID cases continue to stabilise. And the district court set to date for the trial of 14 people charged with rioting in Lechko during an anti-extradition protest in 2019. The news from RTHK. The government is providing free COVID-19 vaccination for all residents. Priority groups include those who are highly susceptible to infection or have increased risk. You can book online. Vaccination is being offered at community vaccination centers in 18 districts, hospitals, and designated clinics in phases. Outreach service at care homes is also provided. Protect yourself and others. Get vaccinated. Book at covidvaccine.gov.hk.
Is blowing down our bodies again. 
was sinking deeper and 